I could see kind of like a Return of the Jedi type moment. There is another Skywalker. Yoda just like (laughs) pops up like, Skywalker you be. Mm. Did Yoda become a horse? (laughs) (laughs) It's the fanboy and the hater. One who loves joy and one like Vader. One loves pop culture. One thinks it's torture. They both think they're right. So let's hear them fight. Reviewing movies and what's on TV. It's the fanboy and the hater. Hey, I like that. It was pretty catchy. I hated it. The timing was off and it was out of tune. Welcome to Fanboy and the Hater, a podcast hosted and produced by Mike Hall and Jim Harris, where we discuss the best and worst in movies, TV, and pop culture, edited by Jim Harris, and music by Mike Hall. This episode actually comes from an impromptu recording that we did back in August, and for this we were actually joined by a special guest. One of my best friends throughout my whole life. We've been a very, very close friend since middle school. Brandon Hansen was here, so he joined us because he is also a very big Star Wars fan. Yeah, it was a very weird thing. We were working on something else that day, and he just, out of the blue, Brandon said, I'm a huge Star Wars fanboy. And we're like, oh, okay. Why don't we sit down, turn on the microphones, and see what happens? So this was an impromptu roundtable discussion. The audio quality is a bit iffy at times, because again, we really weren't expecting to do this. It was completely unplanned. So used a third microphone that is not like these two microphones. And of course, I, Jar Jar, was given that third microphone. So there is a little bit of like crosstalk and a little bit of audio quality. It's a bit noticeably different from some of our other recordings, but I still think it came out very well. And we broke this up into two pieces, one about the best and worst Star Wars movie, one about what we think might happen in the rise of Skywalker. So enjoy our discussion of Star Wars. Through the Force, things you will see, other places, the future, the past, old friends long gone. Okay, hit it! thousand generations the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. You were the chosen one! Many Bothans died to bring us this information. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. You are under arrest, Chancellor. Who am I? That boy is our last hope. That's not wise to upset a Wookiee. Crush them! I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Use the Force, Luke. Don't you call me a mindless philosopher, you overweight glob of grease. We have with us a special guest, Brandon Hansen. 
maybe we should talk about what the best Star Wars movies are. Brandon said it's not even a discussion. It's not. It's Empire. Why do you think it's the best Star Wars movie? The bad guy wins at the end. That is pretty cool, yeah. (laughs) Other than Revenge of the Sith, it may be the only one where the bad guys get to win. I don't think he wins in Revenge of the Sith. He just gets manipulated and nobody really... I guess the Emperor gets what he wants. Yeah. You know, Revenge (laughs) of the Sith, it had me until... No! <laughs> the very obvious Frankenstein reference. Yeah, that, that lost me there. If they would have stopped before that, I, it would have been easily my favorite, but that kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. So you didn't like Palpatine's monster? Yeah. <laughs> Up until that part, I was perfectly yeah, they fine with it. stopped they, with like, oh yeah, by the way, you killed Padme, and everybody went... <gasps> Or, or even stopped with, like, the fear in his eyes as the mask gets flashed That's onto where his face and kind of stopped there. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. Where, like, you know, the red lights come on and then all of a sudden, yeah. credits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that would have been pretty sweet. Rogue One, really, I, I liked it a lot. It ranks up there just because of the Vader scene at the end of that. There's oh many times God, where I watch so that awesome. movie just for the Vader scene. Jim, I know your favorite solo, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no! We have an entire episode about why I hate that movie. Underrated. My hate is strong. <laughs> Underrated. <laughs> but I love Rogue One because Rogue One is like basically the opening credits of A New Hope for me. I like watching Rogue One and then watching A New Hope. And yes, the, the Darth Vader scene at the end of Rogue One is the Darth Vader scene we wish was always in the original Star Wars. Yeah, yes, the, the scene we've always wanted. <laughs> And he's only in the movie for, like, what, a minute and a half? And he just owns the entire third act. That's all anybody talks about. Like, all these people die, and it's supposed to be a sad ending, but everybody's like, did you see Vader fuck those people up? That was awesome. (laughs) Unlike Solo, Rogue One actually serves an important, for me, it serves an important purpose in Star Wars. Because the whole idea that always confused me a little bit as I got older, why was the Death Star so easy to blow up? And Rogue One helped us with that in terms of the Death Star wasn't just stealing the Death Star plans. It was that the Death Star was intentionally designed with a flaw in it so that it could be destroyed. I always wondered, uh, because there's that line in there about any good people lost their lives to get these plans. I'm like, well, who and why and how? Yeah, like he said, it's almost like the opening credits to A New Hope. Yeah, I love how it just rolls into it and it's awesome. And that You could almost watch them both back to back and have like a four-hour movie marathon with it. I may or may not have done that when it came out on DVD. (laughs) Whereas Solo trying to give us an explanation of the Kessel Run useless movie. You shut your mouth. Hey, I mean, it did help explain the whole stupid Parsec problem, which I have ranted about before on our podcast. So it did solve that, but the rest of the story in Solo for me was just useless. So what was your favorite movie then? It's tough. Empire Strikes Back was definitely better than A New Hope, but I know a lot of people don't like the prequels, but I really did like Revenge of the Sith. I'm a huge lightsaber dork, so the fact that like Revenge of the Sith had what is technically considered the longest sword fight in movie history, my <laughs> only pet peeve with what was an awesome lightsaber battle was the rather dumb way it ended. Obi-Wan disclaiming, I have the high ground. After, like, watching them fight for, like, 15 minutes, he just kind of declares himself the winner because he has the high ground. Well, I think that he's just kind of saying, hey, stop fighting. You can't win this at this point. Doesn't he actually say, I don't want to hurt you? 
It's Obi Wan being Obi Wan, man. He doesn't want to fight, but he's awesome. I like. Uh, I read a uh, fan theory on Reddit, and they were talking about like you know how like certain Jedi they have like their own like little like mini superpower. Yeah. And Obi Wan's was like the existence of the high ground makes him a better Jedi and guarantees him a win. <laughs> you know? So I mean, any time that there is high ground and he can find it. He will win. <laughs> I mean, I guess the only thing that was good about it, it did show how Anakin was so arrogant. He was like, it doesn't matter. I can still flip over you and, and kick your like, ass. lose all my limbs. Yeah. Obi-Wan's <laughs> like, bad idea, dude. Now you have no limbs. Well, luckily he landed in lava, so it cauterized it all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the lightsaber wounds cauterized the loss of limbs, and then the burning in lava cauterized whatever other injuries he may have sustained. Cauterized his face. <laughs> and everything else. I mean, he's more robot than machine at this point, but I like the robot chicken where they talk about like Vader being lost in a spaceship. He goes, Oh God, it must smell like burnt popcorn and sweat in there. <laughs> Feet wrapped in burnt bacon. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of Revenge of the Sith, I see him going, and burning. I'm like, Yeah, he does look like burnt bacon. I really love the prequels. Again, I'm a lightsaber dork. So even the, the scene in Attack of the Clones, when all of the Jedi show up at the end yeah. to, to rescue Obi-Wan and Anakin, and they're all fighting, a lot of them get killed. But just to see that movie with all of the Jedi in the arena with their lightsabers, that was pretty cool. So Brandon and I have already had sort of a first swing at our favorite Star Wars movie. What was, what was it for yours? I was hoping you'd forget to ask. I don't know that I can really say. I mean, I love them all. There isn't really one I like more than the other, because if you try to take one over the other ones, it, it takes the whole thing to tell the story. So I don't, I don't know that I could really pick one over. How about trilogy? Is that even a more impossible question? Uh, it, it really depends. Like the original trilogy, storyline and feeling, definitely the original trilogy, but looks... I love the prequel trilogy because it looks like you were saying the lightsaber battles are amazing. There's so many good things about that as well. And the new trilogy, we'll see what the last movie ends up being, but I think it's a very interesting way of, of going about things. I could probably say my least favorite is probably The Last Jedi. There's a shocker. Yeah. I like that one. I no! loved I loved how they ended it with that big like face off between uh Luke and Kylo Ren and Oh that was awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean I like I they ended it the only way they could possibly end it, get Luke out of it, and still continue to make Star Wars movies. I know it was badass that he uses a force technique that we've never seen in movies before, but the part of it that I didn't like is they didn't actually get to fight. Because Luke's not really there. He's a projection. So there wasn't actually a lightsaber battle. Oh, poor him. baby Aww. didn't get to see a lightsaber battle. I'm a huge Luke Skywalker fan. That's the main reason why I hate The Last Jedi. It's not the ending of it. The ending was really cool. But they kind of turn Luke into a whiny bitch who basically hides he's for like 30 been years. Yeah, he's always bitch. been a whiny bitch. <laughs> he was a whiny bitch that became the new, supposed to start a new Jedi Order. And then we just hear that he, he started the emo phase. <laughs> no, that was his dad. <laughs> that was his dad. I became a Star Wars fan because of Vader when I was two or three yeah, years old. Me too. <laughs> uh, fantastic. I always thought Luke was like, oh, come on, this little guy is going to take on Vader. Are you serious? The reason I didn't like Last Jedi is simply because half that movie could have been avoided. That whole thing with the casino and everything. All they had to do is 
tell him the plan, and none of that has to happen. Not going to lie, I haven't seen it in a long time, so kind of forgettable to me, but I know I enjoyed it, but that's probably just because Star Wars fanboy. That thing with, with Luke and Rey and everything, I loved all that stuff. I really enjoyed all that. The, the ending I thought was very, very interesting and, and a unique way of going about it. I really liked all that, but half the movie didn't have to happen. All they had to do is trust <clears throat> Poe enough to say, hey, we've got it under control, we've got a plan. That would have worked, but plus, I mean, again, the movie was a weird compression of time. And basically, just they were being chased by the First Order, tripped to slow motion, and then they took a side trip to the casino planet, which was just horrible and unnecessary. I would have rather have had that time spent more with Luke and Ray than have to go on that adventure. The end was good, but the Hondo maneuver, when you guys think about the whole mini hyperspace jump to ram the Super Star Destroyer. It's straight out of Star Trek. That's like Picard's signature move. It's like, <laughs> what? Wait, fuck it. We'll ram it. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it is basically the, the Picard maneuver briefly made your ship look like it was in two places at the same time so that you could shoot from the place that the enemy ship didn't think you were. Whereas the Honda maneuver was just like, I'm just going to ram into you well, in hyperspace. Picard does, like, Picard wrecks his ship all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, he's out of, like, options. Wars, guys. We're talking wars. I don't remember who was sitting next to me in the theater when that happened. But right when that ship started turning, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're going to do this cool thing. And they're like, what are you talking I'm like, come on. This is going to be awesome. Like, it seemed like nobody else saw that coming. I'm like, oh, I knew exactly yeah. what was going to happen, yeah. and it was going to be sweet. <laughs> and then the other thing that, like, people were turning around and, like, yelling at the projectionist because they thought that the sound cut out of the movie. It cut out of the movie intentionally mm-hmm. just before that. And I was like, what happened to the sound? Why did the sound go away? Because in space, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> but you could hear me scream in the theater because I thought that scene was stupid. Why didn't, like, the Rebel Alliance do that all the time in right. the original trilogy? And just, like, I mean, if that's something you can do... Because they don't have enough people to spare. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might... I they mean, don't have red shirts. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, I guess we're in agreement, Jim and I, about our least favorite Star Wars film. Yes, uh, The Last Jedi like, is last. Is Last Jedi worse than Solo to you? Yes. Wow. Because, <laughs> again, Luke Skywalker is my favorite character. I don't like what they did to Luke Skywalker's storyline. Solo, for all the reasons that I don't like it, I can turn my Star Wars brain off and just watch that as an enjoyable space heist action movie. The Last Jedi, the story is just horrible. I would rather watch Solo on repeat than watch The Last Jedi again. To understand the reference there, listen to our our (laughs) review of Solo. That will make much more sense yeah. on why that is amazing. I'm just staring at him wide-eyed and mouth agape. Yeah. Here's a preview. Most of that sounds like, no, that's so stupid. That's basically what I say throughout most of that episode. And Mike yells at me for, for overreacting. <laughs> what about uh, you, Brandon? What's your least favorite? Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Why is that? Uh, I don't like freaking Anakin as a little kid. I don't like the, now this is pod racing and... All the other, like, <laughs> tropey crap. The only thing that saves Phantom Menace is Darth Maul. And that's why I love it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was badass, but everything else about it, like all the campy kid shit. And then, are we going to ignore the fact that N- Natalie Portman apparently doesn't age? The woman of Naboo <laughs> aged more slowly. <laughs> I know some people criticized the Phantom Menace for being a little bit too political, but I thought it was necessary to set up the story of 
how did the Empire, where did it come from? Because yeah. the first one that I saw, the original movies, it was sort of like, oh, did the Empire, like, conquer the Republic? No, we actually see in the prequels that the in, Republic just becomes the Empire. What a, that's like one thing I liked about the prequels is you got to see all that politics and all the puppet strings being pulled and being pushed around in different directions. I mean, I like politics in general, but, you know, it was cool to see that. There was a lot of uh, kids stuff in it, but even George Lucas was like, you don't understand Star Wars. These are four kids. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of people, some of the things in, now this is bud racing and some of the other things with the kids and Phantom Menace uh, and even like silly characters like Jar Jar Binks, which people hated, again, did appeal more to a younger audience, I think. I never more. minded Jar Jar. I hated Jar Jar, but I'm disappointed that they took him out. Because I'm under the impression that uh, George Lucas was going to roll with like the Darth Jar Jar idea, where like you know he's not really a klutz; he's just pretending to be one. Well, he actually, the character actually shows up in a canon novel, one of the new Star Wars canon novels. He basically gets ostracized from Naboo because he gets in part blamed. Because if you remember in the prequels, he's the one who votes in yeah in place in place of. Amidala to grant the powers to the Chancellor yeah. that made him become Emperor. So in, in the novels, they use him kind of as a scapegoat. That he it's falls. all his fault. Yeah, so <laughs> basically, he's living on the streets of Naboo, where he basically performs as a street performer, entertaining kids to make money. I read something at one point, it was a fan theory that Jar Jar was actually Force-sensitive, and that's why his clutziness ends up with good yeah. things happening. Uh, it, it's oh, more yeah. sensitive. That's where like the Darth Jar Jar theory comes yeah. in, and you know he's really a Sith Lord, but he's <laughs> just you know, and he's pretending to be klutzy because like you know he kicks a ball and it kills like five people, you know, and, and it's yeah. Can you imagine Jar Jar with a lightsaber? Give Jar Jar the Darth Maul lightsaber. He cut off his own legs and yeah. be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to watch that. I just had a thought here. So so Jim. <laughs> mm-hmm. What what are your feelings on Jar Jar? I do not like Jar Jar. You do Jar. not like Jar Jar because he's flaily and klutzy. <laughs> are you is, trying to... Okay, tall. I see where we're going here. Yes, yes. I'm like Jar Jar because I'm self-loathing. I don't like Jar Jar because he's clumsy and he's goofy and he has a weird voice. Yeah. I'm self you're, you're forgetting the flaily. And the flailing. You can't see me because it's not a video, but I talk with my arms flailing a lot. If you ever see uh, Conan O'Brien's impression of Bernie Sanders, <laughs> that is basically Jim most of the time he talks. <laughs> so uh, another thing that people like to hate on the prequels is metachlorians. And that, that's something a lot of people are like, it's stupid, doesn't make sense. You know, I, I never minded that because I'm like, I always wondered, how does one speak to the Force? And I just think it was like, okay, and they actually answered if that. If metachlorians don't make sense, what the fuck is the force? <laughs> I, I, maybe it could have been done better, but it was something I had to answer the question. Why does why are some people force sensitive and others not? not? Yeah. And other than it just being, oh, it's like ordained by the space gods or something. So they try to give like a scientific understanding or meaning to. Right. And I like that they at happen. least try to answer these questions rather yeah. than just leaving them open. It's better than not knowing, I guess. <laughs> Are you looking for some great indie podcasts to listen to? Check out the Pod Nation list on podchaser.com, where you can find a list of great indie podcasts, get links to their official websites, and even listen to some of their episodes without needing to create an account or log in. 
Here's an example of one of the great indie podcasts you can find on Pod Nation. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. So once again, for some great indie podcasts, check out the Pod Nation list on podjacer.com. What are you expecting is going to happen in episode nine? I've watched the first trailer, like the two-minute teaser, and I refuse to watch anything else. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't like spoilers, and, and I think trailers give away too much, so I try very hard not to watch trailers. And it is my, like, really deepest, darkest hope is that both Kylo and Rey go gray. Because really, I mean, if you're talking about balance to the Force, right? Mm-hmm. You need both of them. Even Luke Skywalker force chokes a dude. I think he's the only Jedi that we see use, like, dark force stuff. Count Dooku. Dooku's a Sith. But he was a Jedi. But did he? Revan. Uh, Not canon anymore, but yeah. Yeah. They became so-called dark Jedi or then Sith and Dooku. But I'm really hoping that they go gray. I was almost expecting that when when the last Jedi trailers were coming out and they had, like, the thing with Luke saying, you know, it's time for the Jedi to end. I thought that that's where he was going to be going with that, that yeah. we need to go and gray. I thought that they, to me, like when I watched it, I was geeking out on it. They even dressed him in gray. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, and I thought you're going to see him teach both sides. And then you get to watch Ray go off on her own adventures, going back to like cartoons and stuff like that. That's kind of what they did with Ahsoka. Yes. You know, after... I loved her character, yeah. Yeah, I love her character, too. Yeah, I'm really curious if they ever try to do a live-action version of her. Yeah, that would be cool. It'd it be might hard. Be. Could she show up in the Kenobi series? Possibly. 
But going back to what you think is going to happen in Rise of Skywalker with balance, it's a fan theory. This is not a spoiler, but someone on Reddit had posted this, and it actually kind of makes sense. I'm not saying that this is what will happen, but they were saying that since Palpatine is in the movie in some capacity, and we got the whole force immaculate conception of Anakin in the prequels that he kind of alludes to that he basically created life because yeah. because Anakin's mom says there was no father. Palpatine created Anakin in the Force in order to be, like, the ultimate dark side. So someone is saying maybe, like, Yoda or Luke created Rey as the balance of someone created by the Force to represent the light to really bring balance of the Force by finally defeating Palpatine. Well, there's a lot of different things there. There's also Palpatine had learned how to force jump his consciousness into another body. So there's thoughts that maybe Rey is a clone of Anakin that he could force jump his body into or his consciousness into. There's also the idea floating around there that they took Luke's hand and created clones. And when you see the the Darth Rey, that's a secondary clone. So there's two Rays. One of them was an apprentice and one of them was not. I like the idea of like, Ray being just who she is, but just happens to be a Palpatine. It could be. I yeah. always like the idea of her being a Kenobi. That would have been awesome, too. But yeah, I don't know how you would have been connected to timelines, though. Palpatine being in Rise of Skywalker just raises so many questions, because in all of the novels that are no longer canon, a lot of that stuff happened. Palpatine cloned himself, <gasps> and when he died, he did transfer his consciousness. So that type yeah. of stuff happened in novels yeah. that are now no longer canon. What? If the Kenobi series introduces how Kenobi conceived Rey. I would almost think that Kenobi would have to be like a grandfather figure, given the time. That was an idea, too, that originally when the question of Rey's parentage came out was Kenobi had a child that wasn't known to him. That person had a child, and that was Rey. The Kenobi series introduces who he gets pregnant, and then we meet that woman later on the Mandalorian, she dumps Ray on Jakku. Yeah, that could be. Maybe the series will fill that in. That's what us. I was kind of thinking. Maybe that series is going to tie into the next movie. I mean, Kenobi was a devout Jedi, though. I mean, he actually like practiced the religion. He didn't just give it lip service. But, like it, but what is still considered canon, though, is the Clone Wars animated series. And there was sort of a little yeah. him getting his groove thing on on Mandalore with attachment is forbidden. It doesn't mean they can't bang oh. it out. <laughs> yeah, because even Anakin kind of in the Clone Wars animated series, Anakin kind of gave him a little bit of crap because Anakin's like, well, behind the scenes, he knows he's getting it on with Padme, so he was giving Kenobi crap for looking like he was romantically involved with a uh, woman on Mandalore, and that's canon still because that's in the Clone Wars animated series. Yeah. Again, the timeline yeah. doesn't quite line up, I think, but maybe that's how she could be a Kenobi, could I guess. Be. Or the, the idea that I was reading was actually that that was going to be her grandmother. That would make the timeline Yeah, so then so because, okay, yeah, during Clone Wars, they did their thing. He didn't know that she had a child, et cetera, et cetera. Ah, uh, that would make more sense. I thought the idea of uh, her being a Palpatine, granddaughter, great-granddaughter, or whatever, would kind of make up Anakin super dark, and, uh, well, I'd say Luke is probably the most gray. And then um, you've also got Leia, who is light, and her son was dark, so it'd be interesting to have his granddaughter be light. The other things that, that is also in the new canon novels is Palpatine had a secret laboratory on Jakku. That's why there were Star Destroyers uh, mm-hmm. in the wreckage on yeah. in The Force Awakens, is it was 
The last great battle of what was left of the Empire fought at Jakku and was mostly destroyed and then they took off into uncharted territory and basically became what was the beginning of the First, First Order. Order. They had this huge secret base on Jakku. Maybe that's why she ended up getting dumped there. Maybe so that maybe there's a Palpatine connection to her through Jakku. How are you thinking that story-wise makes sense that she could be a Palpatine? Mostly it would explain where her force sensitivity would come from. Oh, why she's just so super powerful. Yeah, yeah it would explain why, she, why she's so high up there. Was like Palpatine like suppressing her ability and then they said, it's time for you to yeah. be force aware yeah. and force powerful. Yeah. Because that was one of the things that a lot of people were, were kind of complaining about or, or wondering. It's like Ray goes from like zero to 100 on yeah. force strength in The Force Awakens from like having little to no knowledge of the force. And all of a sudden she's just as powerful as Kylo Ren. Well, they did the same thing with Luke, too. I mean, they talk about it takes years of practice and all of a sudden he's. I mean, he did get his butt kicked a little while by that little laser-shooting robot. It took him a little bit of practice. <laughs> yes. He did fight Vader, being barely trained. But, yeah. but unlike Rey, he got his ass kicked. True. Rey held yeah. her own and essentially was beating Kylo Ren until the earthquake kind of separates the two. Him. One argument about Rey being so powerful and how she got so powerful, there's a couple things that come to mind. One... The big argument that I've heard a lot of people making about, well, the Force is always trying to balance, and Kylo Ren was so powerful that the Force created somebody just as powerful on the other side to balance. I'm not so sure about that, but I just had a thought. Is it possible that maybe Rey was trained as a child, and then her memory was blocked of it by some sort of Jedi mind trick or Sithy mind trick? This is not the childhood you thought you had. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, Kylo says that, you know, her parents were drunks that basically sold her on Jakku. Is he making that up, or does well, he yeah, actually know? Well, yeah, that's just it. I mean, that's something that, like, if I was a dick... I, I, I read that <laughs> and you as are. somebody. I, I, yes, I, I read that him, as him being Darth Dick. Yeah. I, I, didn't have, I, didn't, I didn't read that scene as him telling her the truth. Or Don't get penisy, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw him trying to, like, break her... Manipulate the situation. Manipulate her psychologically. It's like, you're nobody, so if you want to be someone, come with me. So I didn't really read... Yeah. I didn't believe that whole... Yeah, that was what, what I took out of it as well. I'm still... I have to admit, he's my favorite character. I'm confused by the name Rise of Skywalker. What I, does that we'll see. mean? Does that mean that Ray's a Skywalker? No, what I think it means is that Skywalker's going to become like the new name for whatever little sect comes up next. I, I've read that the, that the name Skywalker is supposed to mean like, extremely Force-sensitive. Apparently the names in, in the Star Wars universe are supposed to mean something about like their background. And so See, the idea of the, the rise of Skywalker is supposed to be the rise of Force sensitivity. See, so I, is that basically so no one will be called Jedi anymore? They'll be called Skywalkers? Well, like the good guys or the bad guys or the great ones, whatever. But yeah, I think, I think that Luke or Anakin or whoever, they've become so well-known in Force sensitivity that Skywalker becomes like Kleenex for facial tissues. You know, it's just a name that you call it. I have a question, because I don't know. I didn't get into much of the lore. I've read some of the comic books, and obviously I've seen the movies, but behind that, is there much knowledge in the public that Vader was Anakin? That's a good question. Because obviously, he's inside the mask, 
and very few people other than the people on uh, Mustafar that are basically his servants are probably the, usually the only ones that would see him out of it. He's so disfigured that well, it's going to be hard to uh, tell. Yeah, that's true. Like even like the Imperial officer in Empire Strikes Back that kind of gets a glimpse of him. Yeah, he's just so completely disfigured. Why would you connect that person to the other? I think it's implied that some characters like Grand Moff Tarkin who we saw in the Clone Wars knew Anakin as Anakin right. and, and then knows Darth Vader and knows... So I think some people do, but yeah, I don't know how many people connected the dots because maybe what Kenobi told Luke in A New Hope was kind of like the PR line, Anakin Skywalker's dead. Yeah. Uh, and so they didn't want anyone to equate Darth Vader with him. So yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, a I'm good not, question. Yeah, uh, I, that, um, it, doesn't, it seems to be... Uh, not a guarded secret in The Force Awakens because Kylo Ren is basically a huge Darth Vader fanboy and everyone, I think, kind of understands he's worshipping his grandfather. Yeah, and he's collecting Anakin artifacts, yeah. his lightsaber. Well, is he collecting Anakin or Vader artifacts? Yeah, yeah, Mike was wondering, is it really public knowledge that Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker? I don't think that they ever talked about it in the series, but well, maybe Uncle, should, like, Uncle Lars says that there's too much Vader in him. You know, uh, Kenobi obviously knew. Mm-hmm. Yoda well, those, knew. Those people I mean, knew, but I'm saying the general public. So where I'm going with that is what I was saying. If they just start calling people with Force sensitivity Skywalker, is that going to equate to Vader in the public mind? Or is that going to be, oh yeah, Anakin was an amazing Jedi, and then Luke was an amazing Jedi, so Skywalkers are what well, you want to be. It's, a, it's an interesting question because the other thing that was very uh, guarded secret was that Palpatine didn't want anyone to know that he was Darth Sidious. So he was known as the Emperor. In some what are still canon novels, there's a great canon novel where Vader and Palpatine uh, have a basically kind of adventure together. And when basically other people see... Sorry, I just saw that as a buddy cop movie. <laughs> That's exactly what I pictured. It's, it's Vader and the Paps. Yeah, I was thinking like uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I was thinking like Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Axel Foley. I'm crazy, man. I'm crazy. Put the lightsaber down, man. Let's go uh, together. Sorry. <laughs> he, ma- he makes, Palpatine makes Vader uh, do all of the, the Force stuff. And then there is a, a scene, there are some scenes where Palpatine has to basically bust out the Force lightning and even brandish a lightsaber. And then they murder everyone who witnessed him yeah. do that. So it's like, well, it is a secret that he's Darth Sidious. And everyone knows he's the Emperor, but they don't want to let him know that he has Force powers. Because Palpatine was very concerned with people thinking that he used the Force to take over, over the Republic. That yeah, he tricked That people. he was really a smart guy. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I've been laughing this whole time because you said that. And I was just picturing Palpatine going, lightning from my hands. Lightning from my hands. <laughs> Darth Shazam. <laughs> But that would be, I, I would love to see that outtake. Somebody uh, please make a gif of yeah, that. Yeah, someone some do that. Lighten it with but, my hands. But uh, I don't think it was necessarily hidden. I just don't think it was advertised. Vader-Anakin part? The Vader-Anakin yeah. part. I mean, because it's obvious that people knew about it, but it's not like it was common knowledge. But at the same time, people are going to go, well, shit, this guy had to show up from somewhere. Where'd he come from? Nobody's born with a big black leather clad costume and robotic figure. You know? <laughs> well, even in Force, even in The Force Awakens, they have Rey when Han Solo, when they meet Han Solo, she's like, I thought the Jedi and the Sith were just myths. 
Yeah. And Han Solo's like, no, it was all real. Yeah. So there yeah. is a sort of thing, that even if people did know, they might just think they're just stories. The, like, fairy tales. And there's yeah. also the big thing, too, about like part of the fear of Vader was the mysteriousness of, of yeah. Vader. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was because of the robotic legs and everything. He was like, what, seven foot tall or something like he that? Was, yeah, he was towering. Yeah, he was huge. He was fast and he just decimated everything. Again, going back to the comic books and stuff that I uh, that I've read, and the scene in in uh, Rogue One, it, it just shows like it was justified. The fear of Vader. Oh was yeah, justified. I, mean, mm-hmm. I remember seeing this one panel from the comic books, and he, it's basically a bunch of guys with their plasma rifles or whatever. He goes, "Stick them up." He goes, "All I see here are a bunch of dead men," and then he just murders everybody yeah, around him. <laughs> like he would go through and almost take out a whole planet by himself yeah. in those books. And I remember there was. I thought it was really very interesting that in one series of the books, basically about Vader uh, himself, but the Emperor had brought on, I think it was five other apprentices and he, that he was training, and he flat out tells Vader that they're his replacement. Kind of leaves it open and says, may the best man win between them. And so kind of one by one, each one of those apprentices tries to take on Vader, and he just obliterates just every <laughs> single one of them. And well, then it, when he comes back, uh, the Emperor was like, yeah, I was just testing you. I knew you'd come through. People are suggesting that that might have been who Snote is. Supreme Leader Snote might have been one of the last potential apprentices that the Emperor was grooming as a potential replacement. I thought they made a big deal that Snoke wasn't a Sith. He was just a dark side user. I don't think we've ever gotten, at least not in the movie, we haven't gotten any type of... There has been a, a comic book that I did not I read. I haven't read it no. yet, but I plan to. Yeah, but I remember so- like when, the, when they were talking about Snoke in Last Jedi, I remember them saying, no, 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 Snoke isn't a Sith. He just happens to be a dark side user. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of Sith, mystery there. Yeah, because Sith is like a religion, too. It is, yeah. and, and well, the thing actually, that's, Sith is a race. <laughs> well, they were, oh, yeah, a race, originally. But in, now they're a yeah. Again, well, all those no, yeah, all those novels <laughs> aren't canon anymore. But yes, originally Sith were a race. Aftermath is the name of the trilogy of canon novels that I keep referring to, where Jakku is where Palpatine had a secret base. It's interesting in those novels they do show us the beginning of the First Order, but they show us the the commander that we meet, the military guy part of the First Order. But there's no force components of the First Order in those. I was actually surprised at the end of those novels that we didn't meet Supreme Leader Snow. Yeah. Well, we, just, we just meant basically the, the Imperial people and the guy who would basically train the non-clone stormtroopers. Wasn't that basically the Empire Falls and the ships, um, the platoons, whatever you want to say, that were spread out throughout the galaxy... Basically, they kind of started warring amongst themselves, and kind of whoever had Trying the to best fill the fleet vacuum. took they, over, and that's where uh, the First Order come, came in. Well, that, and the reason why there are Star Destroyers crashed on Jakku is the last remnants of the Empire that were loyal to Palpatine gathered at Jakku to have one final battle against the New Republic, uh, but it was a smokescreen because some of the ships were going to disappear into uncharted space and become the First Order, and allegedly, according to those books, that was Palpatine's plan all along. But again, there's no force in it. Palpatine's not in it. There's nothing about Supreme Leader Snow. So him coming back in Rise of Skywalker is like, I don't know where I, this is coming from. And also, who knows? We don't know. Is he really back? It could be a, well, a recording or something. Can I mean, Sith be Force Ghosts? 
Why that's not? been something that's been asked. I don't, I don't think there has been in canon any I Force Ghosts. I thought they did the one where, uh, well, no, because that was Sith the Race when uh, they went to that old Sith temple and started getting holocrons and stuff. I don't, I don't see why the, they couldn't if they knew how. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the Sith didn't do it because it was a Jedi technique, but Palpatine decided to use it. I Anakin mean, did it. Yeah. Yeah. Anakin did it, but he got kind of redeemed, though, so I don't know. And enough? That's kind of, yeah. yeah, I'd love to say, yeah. yeah. I remember don't think when the I Jedi Council people. said that he was back again. Yeah. Remember when I killed all those people? My bad. My bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, now I got zapped. I, now I'll, I'm a good guy. I'll take a force, <laughs> I'll take a force mulligan on that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's actually a good point. If Anakin could become a force ghost, then is, why couldn't Palpatine? So, yeah, the, actually, that's a, a good question. Do you really think Palpatine's alive? That's kind of where I was trying to go with that. I mean, is he just like some like force ghost that's being a force dick and just fucking with people? Dude, he was was old as shit in Phantom Menace. There's no way he's still alive. That's why, other than maybe his essence. I'm thinking it's more, yeah, yeah, maybe his essence, or it's just a bunch of uh, holocron recordings that someone part of the First Order is basically used him as relics or whatever. Yeah, and it said, you know, we're 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 going to go back to the we don't trust uh, Kylo Ren to be the new supreme leader, so we need something. And I was, oh, we hit finally holocron recordings of the Emperor. Let's see what he has to say. <laughs> so I don't know. It, it seems. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't let anybody related to Skywalker come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I hope we're not going to get some like dumb Luke's Force Ghost battles Palpatine's Force Ghost. Oh, I will bet. Five hundred dollars, you're going to see Luke Skywalker as a four. Oh, he is. Yeah. Mark, yeah Mark, sure. Mark Hamill has been uh, tweeting with the handle uh, hashtag Luke the Spook. So I'm fairly certain. God, I love that man. <laughs> I do. Mark He's Hamill, a national is treasure. Awesome. He is awesome. That's another reason why I was so mad at the Last Jedi. Not only do I love Luke Skywalker as a character, I love Mark Hamill. How could you not? I know. I know. He is awesome. So yeah, I, I don't even think he's even trying to hide it. Nor is anyone that yeah, Luke's coming back as a Force ghost. When he tries to high five Obi Wan, and they're both. Ghosts? Do their hands just go through each other, or can they ghost five? I would say they ghost five. <laughs> are you are you ghost five or? I say they make Captain Sparkly fingers. They try to touch each other or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they would go through each other. I'm going with ghost five. Are we going to get like a parade of Force ghosts? Are we going to actually get Anakin? Is Anakin as a Force ghost going to talk to Kylo and say, "What the fuck, dude? You don't want to be like me." That would actually be hilarious. Be. Just like a straight up like Hayden Christensen is like a force ghost just tearing Kylo Ren. What the fuck's up with this mask? I didn't like my mask. Why the fuck are you wearing? I mean, I, I, what I, I would like to see is he goes, Kylo Ren going, don't, don't go in my room. Oh, you went into my room. Yeah. What the hell is this shit, you creepy fucker? Yeah. Wait, why you got my stuff? I, I don't. Why I don't, did you even find this? I, I left specific instructions for my son to burn this shit. Did you delete my browser history? Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy this. This is a complete fan theory, which I don't buy because there's some people trying to make Kylo Ren a good guy, and they're trying to retcon saying that when when Kylo Ren is seen in The Force Awakens saying, "I'm going to finish what you started, Grandfather," they're trying to say that what he means is defeating Palpatine. 
he's no. really trying to defeat. But, but there is, but there is a thing. Here, here's I kind know. of a thought because he keeps t- talking about he keeps getting drawn to the light, and he's trying to ask him to to pull him back to the dark. And so he's trying to go dark because he wants to be dark because he wants to be like his his grandfather. Apparently, he must not know that he got redeemed at the end. Maybe he doesn't know that. So maybe that's something that happens in there. <laughs> Yeah, but he keeps getting that that drawn to the light while Ray is keeps getting drawn to the dark, and maybe that's why they become gray, or maybe they switch sides. How, how or could maybe... that not have been like Jedi School 101 <laughs> at the new Jedi Academy this by Luke? Baddie. <laughs> here's, he my, here's my dad. He, he was, was a goodie. He was a goodie. He was a dick for a long time, but he rallied at the end and threw the Emperor to his but, death. So Luke teaching as my two dads? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, how could... So I don't understand how Kylo Ren could not... Other than him is saying, I don't believe Uncle Luke because yeah. Uncle Luke's a dick who tried to kill me. But you would think that Luke would say, here's an example of what not to do. Don't be like my dad, yeah. Anakin. And here's the other thing is... Are you Kylo an Anakin or an Anakant? <laughs> <laughs> is, is Kylo Ren being drawn to the light actually Anakin trying to pull him there? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Went from, from Force <laughs> Ghost to Force Puppeteer. <laughs> So then on the other side, then, is Palpatine force puppeteering Rey? Especially if my one big hope is that Rey is a Palpatine. I still wanted to be a Kenobi. Um, (laughs) Could we have a Kenobi ghost, too? I mean, that's why I was asking, are we going to get a parade of space ghosts? Are we going to get Kenobi as a ghost? Yoda, I mean, Yoda was in The Last Jedi. I always love seeing Yoda. Which version of space ghost is he going to be? Space ghost, coast to coast. Um, (laughs) Not that space ghost. (laughs) Force ghost. (laughs) Force ghost. (laughs) My other big question about Rise of Skywalker, because this also makes me sad, is what do you think they're going to do with Carrie Fisher, with Leia? Um, well, they said they weren't going to CG, right? So they're probably going to take pre-existing... They, ha- they said Nash- that they had some unused pre-existing yeah, footage gonna- from The Force Awakens. But how do you think they're going to... You think she's going to be in it a lot? Uh, they're going to have to kill her off at the beginning. Yeah. There's not yeah. going to have enough to do she'll enough She'll die weather. in the first act. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Is it going to be like just dies of depression since everybody's gone? Or what do you think no, it's going to be? I think, I think it's actually going to like set up the rest of the movie. It was sad to have lost Carrie Fisher. I mean, I think that they could have done uh, an amazing story with her. I know at one point, the original cast had said, like, The Force Awakens was Han Solo's movie, The Last Jedi was Luke Skywalker's movie, and The Final Star Wars was supposed to be Leia's I'm, movie, I'm in so- terms of, like, big presence from a, a existing character. I'm- my head just exploded with a thought. Let me kind of gather it together here. Mike just so, had a Death Star, like his brain, his head was, a, was the Death Star, and he just blew his, his head up. Go ahead. So this next one is Rise of Skywalker, right? Yes. In all of the no longer canon novels, Kylo Ren was not an only child. Yes, he So was there was a lot of what if Rey is Han and Leia's daughter, and they had dropped her off to get her away. And that's why, if you notice, when, when you watch me, when they first meet, Leia hugs her as if she knows who she is. There, there is that as well. So what if the Rise of Skywalker, at the beginning of this movie, when Leia is passing away, having her final moments, she reveals, you are my daughter, you are a Skywalker. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see that because, like, when she meets Han Solo, it's not like Han goes, oh, shit, there's my kid. He didn't it, know. Yeah. You know. He ran. He left while Leia. Oh, was so pregnant. he knocked off. He knocked up Leia and then yeah. freaked out, took off. 
He never yeah, knew. Yeah, and then he never that's knew. what I'm saying. Because yeah. I, I could see kind of like a, a Return of the Jedi type moment with Leia on her deathbed and, and Rey going, you're the last of the Skywalkers once you're gone. And her do, they would have to do it with, obviously, CGI and stuff or something. Like, <laughs> no, there is another, another <laughs> Skywalker. Fucking Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, actually then, that would actually just be funny. It was just Yoda just like pops up like, Skywalker, you be. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I. Yeah. When to, did Yoda become a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can't do voices. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, Yoda was kind of a dick too. <laughs> he was. Nah, he was just mischievous. When you're 800, 900 years old, you want to make some jokes. You get bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, he's a dick. So, so I guess to circle back to my question, we're gonna get apparently the final answer of whose Ray's parents are. You don't believe Rey is a Skywalker? No. Is it because you don't want her to be, or you think she's someone else? I think she's someone else. Someone specifically, like, part of the universe? Yeah, I I think, you know, be it a Palpatine or a Kenobi or something like that. I mean, there's. it just seems weird that all these people are interlinked by different families that you know, and she's just materializes out of nothing but on the other hand it's been said that this entire series was supposed to be based around the skywalker family it's often called the skywalker saga yeah yeah so i mean if she's not a skywalker but i I will be very very surprised if she ends up not i want her to be a kenobi yeah but i think kylo already is a skywalker True. Yeah. So I so mean, this whole this whole series, and again, if if you ask George Lucas, his entire thought process was all about family. So what better way of ending a nine movie series about family than having brother and sister fighting for control? It would also give us yet another creepy brother sister thing. Yeah, there's lots <laughs> because, of those. <laughs> God damn it! Because everyone was shipping Kylo and Ray in the Last Jedi yeah. with the oh, don't mind me while I'm standing here with my shirt off. <laughs> Glistening while you're looking at me, type of thing. So yeah, they would never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... um, so yeah, it would be another creepy uh, brother sister moment. Yeah. I creepier than that. What yeah. you just did? I don't know. <laughs> no, I I think she's a member of some family. I just don't think she's a Skywalker. Let's talk briefly about obviously the the two things that obviously are going to happen in the rise of Skywalker. We don't know how they're going to happen, but obviously the first order is going to get defeated by the resistance. How is there going to be another Death Star? Well, you don't want to hear spoilers, so I, I, I am can't. So talk. tired of Death Star. Is there going to be a solar system star now? Yeah. <laughs> that, that solar system. You know, you I, I have. The, I wouldn't call them spoilers, but there are things I could talk about. But if you don't want me to talk about them, I you won't. You would think after you built three of these moon planet-sized bases and they're getting destroyed, you might want to look at your like you know design plan a little bit. Maybe come up with something new. Think and I thought about box. like micro ones or cubes, like the Borg <laughs> used. <laughs> Well, my, my point was, obviously, the Resistance is going to defeat the First Order. How exactly, we don't know. And the other thing, I imagine it's also that Rey is going to defeat slash redeem slave Kylo. I mean, we're not, it's, it's Star She's Wars. She's just going to fuck him to death. It, that, could, that could happen, too. I Brother mean, and sister, man. Brother and sister. It's Disney and it's Star Wars. The good guys are going to win. You know, it would be. But my, my question is, do you think that Kylo Ren has to die? In Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. No, he gets redeemed. Or or he makes his final act saving Ray's life yeah, or something or like that. Be... So he, he dies in some type of heroic gesture. So, kind of like Vader. He go he yeah, dies, yeah. but a meaningful death. 
Does he basically completely go out like Vader? Does he finally defeat the Emperor and that's how he dies? I don't, I don't air know quotes, why. Air I don't quotes. know why I just used air quotes there, but I mean, does he finally? Does he actually complete what his grandfather started and completely defeat Palpatine, and in so doing, die? I, w- I would actually be angry if they just rehashed like the complete last scene of Return of the Jedi, put Kylo in his place, and throws him down the same mine shaft. That you know, I mean, it's, like I've seen this before. <laughs> What's this doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever clean yeah, this? Yeah. And it's like it's Palpatine's like clone corpse body and it just lands next to like the original one. Yeah. Well, I mean it's not it's not like they don't not reuse to be here today. It's not like they don't reuse storylines. I mean, in The Last Jedi, essentially Snoke got the Emperor's death oh. in the Return of the Jedi, and basically Luke got Kenobi's death it from a New Hope, so they kind of rehashed that same right. cycle. And Force of Awakens is basically a New Hope. It's basically I mean. a New Hope. So yeah, so I mean, him, Vader defeating, uh, the new Vader defeating the renewed Palpatine, <laughs> yeah, it would be a complete rehash, but Star Wars is not exactly known for its original ideas. The first one was. Because it was original. <laughs> yes. It invented special effects. <laughs> and they just kept making it over and over again. <laughs> you know what? It prints money, though. Yeah, hey, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that will the rise of Skywalker end in a way that will satisfy Star no. Wars fans? No, yeah, I don't think that's possible. There's no way you think that this can be brought to a conclusion that everyone. Because so many Star Wars fans across the board, and every single one of them wants their own specific ending. There's absolutely no way you end it in a way that makes them happy, and that's kind of where I was going earlier when I said. You know what? You're never going to make anybody happy anyway, so let's just screw with everybody. Yeah. What I would love to see, absolutely love to see, is Kylo Ren wins. Yes. He, he takes over the First Order and takes over the galaxy and leaves the entire audience going, What the ass? Well, I mean... Not going to happen. It's Disney. It's Star Wars. I didn't say it was going to happen. I said I'd love to see it. Oh, okay. The last Skywalker right. has to end in a way... It's not they- the last Skywalker... Uh- well, the rise, rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker sorry. How dare you, sir? Yeah, the rise of Skywalker <laughs> has to end in a way. <laughs> the, uh, Mike is making obscene lightsaber gestures. The rise of Skywalker has to end in a way that they can keep making movies, so Disney can continue to print. Well, money. that's part of my question. Do you th- <laughs> if, if you don't think so it's going to be not a, gonna end. Okay, it's that was going to be that. sort of like a corollary to it. It, it, it may, I have to agree with you. It's probably impossible for it to end in a way that everyone will consider satisfying. But will it end in a way that would be like, okay, we don't need to see any more? It has to because they have come out and said this is the final movie of this saga. But the other movies and everything that, have, that are being released, they're completely different areas, different times. Yeah, it's it's they're not involved with this saga. Right. So, I mean, obviously, there's going to be questions and they could open it back up, but it's going to have to end in a way that that wraps up this saga. They could just go full Shakespearean and just like let everybody die. Kylo Ren just hit that <laughs> button and boom. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches, I'm taking y'all out. <laughs> <laughs> just blows up the universe. It fades to black. Hey, look, the there's, a, there's another galaxy coming our way. That's no galaxy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's Kylo Ren. <laughs> you see him on the bridge, and he's just getting ready to ram another galaxy. <laughs> well, I mean, again, this is uh, this is a silly statement, but uh, Daisy Ridley said 
and again, this this is a very low bar, but she said that the end of the Rise of Skywalker will be better than the end of Game of Thrones. Which of I'm course under the impression that Game of Thrones sucked for ending. Game of Thrones ending was incredibly divisive. And she <laughs> says it's not going to be like that. She thinks she didn't say it was going to be something that would satisfy all of the fans. But she believes that it does have a satisfying... I'm never going to forget this. Sorry, I talk about this a lot because I found it so funny. But in an episode of Fat Man Beyond, doing the Q&A part, there was a guy that came up to ask a question. He talks about how he never watches the final episode of anything because he doesn't like it to finalize. So Kevin Smith's immediate reaction was, oh, you must love Game of Thrones then. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't. I. I think they're gonna have to wrap it up, but it's never gonna satisfy everybody. No. I'll be satisfied just fine because oh, I know yeah. there's other stuff coming out, and, and well, I'm the fanboy. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just gonna love it for what it is. I mean, short of it being like two hours of an up close picture of a dump, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna own it. You know what? If it was two hours of an up close picture, <laughs> we would of a dump, probably still. I go. would still enjoy it. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. Well, I mean, John Williams doing the sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It would have the best soundtrack of any garbage dump in the galaxy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like The Rise of Skywalker, but... I'm pretty sure you're not going to like it either. But I want... And and I said the same thing about Game of Thrones. I want a definitive conclusion, (laughs) which is one of the reasons why I didn't... One of the many reasons why I didn't like the Game of Thrones finale. I don't want to be walking out of the theater after seeing Rise of Skywalker saying, but what that... That st- other stuff could still what what you're, you're gonna do that? Well, I was gonna be regardless. so bad you can't even form a sentence. Yeah, that's probably gonna be the case. But so yeah. I just want it to be wrapped up. I want a conclusion. I mean, the Return of the Jedi. It's not, I'm not saying that that's a template you have to follow, but that was at least a definitive conclusion. <laughs> Last thought about the Rise of Skywalker, because this is the other thing a lot of people were either saying has to be done or were concerned would be done. Do you think that JJ? Abrams is going to try to retcon anything that happened in The Last Jedi. Yes. I, I absolutely oh, we just got We got a, a definitive yes and a definitive no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have to retcon the race parentage thing by just saying that he was lying. But otherwise, I don't think he can. Because if he retcons stuff from that episode, then he's just completely crapping on everything and, and ruins the saga. So I think he just has to go with what's there and keep moving forward. I think he's going to... He's obviously going to have to retcon Ray's parents. I think he's going to do that. And I think he's going to make Snoke a bigger deal. Because I think he really Well, it doesn't retcon yeah. anything. Oh, you think he might, he might just not retcon, but actually there'll be some flashback scenes? Yeah, he, like he's going to have to reestablish stuff that wasn't brought up in the last episode that I mean, should have been. Also, we're going to have to see, like, if Palpatine's coming back, there's going to have to be a Palpatine and Snoke scene or something yeah. like that? And or is that what you the mean? The Last or? Jedi, honestly, Snoke dies like a little bitch. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if it counts as retconning, but yeah, I think Ray's parentage is going gonna, is gonna to have to be addressed. And I do agree that who knows how Palpatine's coming in, but yeah, some type of a flashback scene or, or something that establishes yeah. some of the things that we didn't get to see. I'm kind of feeling Force Ghosty. Because <clears throat> there's also going to be, I don't think it's a spoiler, there's, there's more time passing in real time between the end of The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. So there is some things that they could show us that what, What's the time? I, I don't know what the time frame is. I, I, I could be wrong. I think it's going to be at least a few years. I think so, too. I so, think it's like almost like real time. Like it's been, yeah, it's been two years since oh, the so movie. Oh, so less time than there was normally between the movies then. Yeah. Because I think the standard is like 10 years between movies-ish, 5 to 10 years. Um, I think it depends on what trilogy you're talking about. Because I think in the first trilogy, the OG trilogy... 
they were pretty much like, I think it was... It says right here, because I brought it up. He went from, that was 10 years between Phantom Menace and Attack and I think, of the Clones. Yeah, so I think those ones are 10 to 5 years apart, but I think New Hope and... Those uh, are supposed to be 5 to 10 years apart, too. Are they really? Yeah, because especially between uh, Revenge I think of the Sith Empire and, and Escape, because they're supposed to be like 10 years between there, and that's when he went off to train to become a Jedi. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, you're talking uh, between... Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Empire yeah, and Empire, uh, sorry, Jedi. yeah. Probably I don't know if it true. was that much time, though, because Han was in Carbonite, and they were going to rescue him, so I don't think there was a lot of time in between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Oh, if only we had some if sort of computer machine. If only we could machine. look it up on the <laughs> if internets. Only, if- you, you would imagine that some time has to pass between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, because at the end of The Last Jedi, the Resistance is pretty much all but wiped out. Yeah. Return of the Jedi takes place several months after Empire Strikes Back and about four years after the Battle of Yavin. Wow. So, wow, actually, that's not nearly the time that I thought it was. Yeah, I thought, because I thought that's when he was supposed to go out and get force training with Yoda and all that good right. stuff. Right, yeah, because he leaves Jen. Handless Boy and comes back a Jedi man. Well, I mean, you know, he kind of has like that, honestly, one of the cool things about Jedi is like, Luke has a pretty badass costume, that black. Yes, Definitely was a time jump between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones because well, we needed Anakin to grow up. But yeah. I don't think there was much of a difference in time between Attack of the Clones and... Well, there actually was time between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith because that's where the Clone Wars animated series fits yeah, into that. So there was more time. time. So the, the prequels had more time in between them. The original trilogies were closer. But I think there has to be some time in between... The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. And for that, this could be flashback sequences with Snow filling in more of the what's happening with the Resistance and what's happening with the First Order. The other thing I know, it's in the trailer. So do you not want me, Mike, to even talk about something that's in the trailer? I'm totally not paying attention to you right now because I'm looking up the timeline. Okay. Because <laughs> one of the other things that's... So I'll just go la 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 la. One of the other things that's weird in the trailer is this list a fuck ton of Star Destroyers. It's like a sky full of Star Destroyers. So the so First like, Order has, like, got a whole bunch of ships. So it's, like, straight out of, like, World War II where Ford is making tanks and, you know, that kind of, you know, they It, it could be. Not in my, now, that could be the Sith fleet because we've seen the Sith troopers in some of the other pictures that came out. So I don't know. Maybe that's Palpatine's fleet. I don't know whose it is, yeah. but there's an awful lot of ships. Are we going to see the Knights of Ren, you think? I hope so. Because that was one of the things that I, at first, I thought that that might have been who was in the throne room with them and Snoke in The Last Jedi, but they explained that afterwards that they didn't. I think so. So if we see the Knights of Ren, maybe we'll see other Force users. Maybe Rey fights the Knights of Ren as well. I don't know. I would like to see them. It would be, to me, it would kind of almost be weird if they don't have at least one scene. Well, I mean, then why bring them up at all? Yeah. Yeah. Because Kylo Ren is kind of like their leader, and he's been, and they've been mentioned in both of the first two movies. Yeah, I mean, you see him in like blips, but I mean, yeah, it'd be in, cool the vision, to, like, in the vision see. that Ray has in the Force Awakens, she sees them. So my investigation has yielded the same results. It looks like it's just a few months in between. So wow, like I said, I thought you would have gotten together with all the other like yeah, he force trained ghosts. fast. So I guess that actually kind of retcons what I was saying earlier about the time it took him to to train in between. He goes from. Zero to a hundred in <laughs> just a couple of years there. So, well, he he's not real. And again, part of this was the movies not being able to do the Jedi and the lightsaber stuff as cool as they could in the prequels and the new movies. So he's not as powerful or as super duper as Ray is. But yeah, he's able to take on Jabba. 
And he's able to... Well, he's able to take on Vader. He went yeah. from zero to being able to take on Vader. He's supposed to be, like, the best Jedi ever. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be, like, the best lightsaber duelist since Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, some of that might have been uh, they were trying to play up the inner conflict of Vader fighting against... <laughs> and that's maybe why he wasn't as good maybe. at fighting. But there's really also the Vader argument going, that... No, I don't want to hurt you. No, I don't see that. <laughs> you know, he's more of a stop-hitting-yourself kind of guy. <laughs> They did show Ray knew how to fight beforehand, yeah, so it's not like staff. she just she used the staff in a way that could be translated over. Showed her training with the lightsaber, and she was good at it, like enough that it surprised Luke. She was much more of a badass than Luke ever was prior to getting force yeah, skills. It doesn't take much. That, yeah. I know that's not really saying much. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, jo- he may have targeted womp rats, but yeah. come on. I want to join the Empire and fly, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to join the Resistance and fly." <laughs> Just get me off this planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't like sand. It's rough and coarse and gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue of Anakin in the prequels is, is painful to listen I to. Don't, and I don't uh, blame Hayden Christensen for that. I think he was just written poorly. I don't really blame a lot of the Star Wars actors. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to criticize them. We're not there, so we don't know. Yeah, yeah. so we don't know. How much of an Easter egg fest do you think Rise of Skywalker will be? Are we going to go back to a lot of the same planets? Are we going to go back to Tatooine, Endor? Oh, we're going to see Han's dice again. We're going to see all of it. That little floaty freaking Jedi training thing's going to zap somebody in the asshole. I mean, you're going to... You think, are we going <laughs> to break the rules and get a Harrison Ford force ghost? No, no. No, you don't think that something like that? He's been trying to get out of these movies for years. Yeah. (laughs) He's gone. He's gone. And I don't think... And he wasn't Force-sensitive. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that ever implied that he was. Well, they... Other than he was supremely lucky. I don't think they would do it, but I mean, they could do some type of a flashback (laughs) scene with Ben and and Han before. Like Han and Ben fishing. (laughs) (laughs) With with lightsabers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Han going, that's cheating! Yeah. It, there's like a music montage. Let me tell about my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care if any of the other characters other than Ray get killed? I I, I don't be, care at all if they yeah. put, if they just tell a good story. I wouldn't care if everybody died. Like yeah. I said, I think that would be I think that would actually be a badass ending. Yeah, that, that's just, the full Shakespeare I was talking yeah, about earlier. Just, like at the end of a lot of Shakespeare's tragedies, everybody dies. Yeah, I mean. If the universe, like, if they were getting ready to fight and do all this stuff, everybody's getting lined up, and then all of a sudden the universe just decided to collapse around them, I would probably be mad, but in my head, I think that's a fucking hilarious thing to do. What if, at the <laughs> end of it, all those Star Destroyers show up, and then Captain Marvel just comes in and destroys <laughs> them all? punching shit. <laughs> <laughs> or Galactus comes by and eats them. <laughs> or, or Yoda shows up, he's wearing the Infinity Gauntlet, and he goes, yeah. Yoda I am! <laughs> the whole galaxy goes away. <laughs> Fucking Disney. Solve that equation. <laughs> well, everybody's been wondering how they're going to bring everything together at Disney. <laughs> Tony Stark's going to be up there with the front of the hologram thing. and <laughs> Tony Stark's the Force Ghost? Tony that would Stark, be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> it, he'll, be, he'll make a cameo in that little like parade of Force Ghosts going by. <laughs> no, no, Tom Holland's just going to walk into frame and like, can I be in this universe? Please? No, no, you can't. <laughs> You're grounded. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Do you guys need a Spider-Man? Traitor. Yeah. 
<laughs> Mickey Mouse just comes out of the panel and shoots him in the head. <laughs> Mickey Mouse in a stormtrooper outfit just comes out and blasts him. Oh, God, I just had an image of, of uh, Chewbacca coming face-to-face with Goofy. My money's on Chewie. What's that? My money's on Chewie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I just imagine just stopping and looking at each other like, hoo <laughs> Actually, yeah, that, that, that's how the, the move. They're going to go like Mel Brooks with this. They're, the movie is going to end. They're going to be at like the Galaxy Edge theme park. Yeah. It's like, Having huh? A- <laughs> what is this strange place? Oh, there's where you build a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the fox from Robin Hood in the blacksmith shop making a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, we're going off the rails. I think we need to stop. Remember, the force will be with you always. Thank you for listening to the fanboy and the hater. We really appreciate it and would love to hear your feedback. Give us a rating. Leave us a comment. Reach out to us on Twitter at Fanboy and Hater. Email us at thefanboyandthehater at gmail.com. You can find all of our episodes on our website, fanboyandhater.podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, where you can download the free Podbean mobile app for iOS and Android. Find us on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more. Once again, thanks for listening to the fanboy and the hater.